0: ladies and gentlemen my name is dustin gold host of the dustin gold standard podcast right here on pain.tv slash gold and you are listening to the dustin gold nugget we drop episode 163 at midnight tonight folks i decided to put aside uh, what I was going to get into, which is the inner workings of ChatGPT, how it actually works, the software behind it, the calculations, the formulas, the algorithms, and I wanted to just step back and do a full overview of the history of artificial intelligence we've trickled that in throughout many episodes here but i decided we needed to dedicate a few shows to the actual history of artificial intelligence where the hell did it come from and why are we seeing it being injected into everything today you just hear it all over the place ai 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 AI. well there's a reason for it nothing is organic everything is planned Orchestrated and engineered in this fake world that we live in. I'll tell you about it when I get back from the short commercial break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Nugget. My name is Dustin Gold, host of the Dustin Gold Standard Podcast right here on pain.tv slash gold. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope everyone had a great uh, beginning of this week so far. I'm trying to get back on track to putting out more shows for you folks, but I've been having to work on... Some other projects, ladies and gentlemen, some other projects. Plus, it's just so exciting uh, playing with Willie G. He's growing over here like crazy, like crazy. I think last night he woke up every hour and 15 minutes. It was like he was back to being a newborn again. He just wants to be fed. He's like solid now. He's approaching uh, four months, folks, Uh, and he's like almost on the verge of crawling Uh, He's rolling over all the time now. He's arching his back, like half able to sit up. So I can hold him by his arms now. Maggie doesn't like it, but I hold him by his arms. I actually lift him up. Don't tell her. And uh, I swing him. Uh, (laughs) I mean, not violently or anything, but I hold him up by his arms, and he uses his feet, and he kind of walks. It's funny. It's like air walking, and his legs are starting to build muscles in them, right? So I try to let him keep touching his feet to the ground. He's starting to build some muscles. He's not tall enough yet to sit inside of his walker yet, the round thing with the wheels, but when I hold him and let him walk with his legs, he looks like uh an adult that was in a car accident and is uh paralyzed and they're trying to relearn how to walk or uh like a drunken homeless guy. You know, it's it's quite entertaining for me. So anyway, I've been doing that with him and then I got him up on the bed, you know, the the California King bed, and uh I have Maggie's pregnancy pillow. You know, it looks like a giant uh, letter C that I had bought her when she was pregnant. And so I use that and I lay him over the top, you know, uh, on his stomach or I put him on his back and then he rolls off it and lands on his head. It's like helping him figure out how to land and how to maneuver. It's a lot of fun, folks. And then I get him sitting up and I do a whole sound effect show for him. Uh, I told you guys I do like a Russia Ukraine battle with different exploding bombs and different like guns. And then we do like a fireworks show, like. And um, I I mean, it's just, it's great. And then I do this whole DJ Willie G with him where I got his arms and I kind of beatbox and lip sync uh, to his mouth moving in like a funny voice. So. It's been a lot of fun. My sister came over today and uh, took him for a walk. Uh, Maggie's been chilling with him when I record these long shows. But anyway, it's a lot of fun. So it's kind of been spotty on me putting out shows, but I'm getting back to it. In a March, I want to plow through and try to build this thing up and see if you guys are willing to throw some money into this uh, over at donorbox.org slash Dustin Gold Show. See if you can Pitch in, ladies and gentlemen. You can do a a one time, a weekly, a monthly, or an annual donation. I appreciate the weeklies, obviously, but really, if you guys could fall into a monthly donation category, I'm going to be pushing that in there, uh, talking about it a little more, you know, why we need this to help build up the show. And then uh, in the end, we'll figure out uh, if you guys are going to commit to that. If you're not going to commit to that, then I'm going to have to look at um, some other you know, other options here. Uh, but anyway, I got to lean on you folks. You're the ones listening. And, uh, unfortunately you're either going to have to listen to the ads on the uh, free side. You're going to have to join pain.tv slash gold. or You're going to have to kick a little bit into donorbox.org org slash dusted gold show as we try to ramp this up. Uh, and I know a lot of you like this cause I get emails and comments all the time and I really do appreciate it. All right. Tonight, we're getting into on episode 163, Drops at Midnight. This is the real history of artificial intelligence. We're going to go back to the 1930s. We're going to talk about a guy named Alan Turing, who was a British logician and computer pioneer. And uh, that's going to bring us up into what we were doing in the U.S., in the 1950s, and then the Rockefeller Foundation getting involved in the 50s with launching what was called the Dartmouth Summer Camp, basically. It was this summer experiment on artificial intelligence that the Rockefeller Foundation funded in cooperation with IBM uh, and some other organizations. And this was really the kickoff and the solidifying of the concepts of artificial intelligence moving from sort of the abstract of computers into artificial intelligence, machine learning and everything else. Then from the mid fifties, we take that forward into the early 1960s. And this is where ARPA, which was the precursor to DARPA, you know, the DOD's uh, research arm, DARPA gets involved and they really pump a lot of cash in this. And they start bringing together all these small kind of broken up projects, and they really want to focus on building artificial intelligence. That brings us all the way through, and we're going to go over uh, various projects over the next couple episodes that occurred between the early 60s there and uh, getting into the 1990s. But this brings us up to 2015 uh, with OpenAI, and we're going to get into OpenAI, Uh, I'm refining the information that I've given you over the last couple of episodes, really trying to boil it down so that you can take this and build it into a lesson for your grandchildren, for your children, uh, when you're explaining it to other people. So we talk about the, the flim-flam operation for the founding of OpenAI and then what it's become today. All right, so we're going to break that down for you. And explain it all, obviously, with my analysis, and then I'm working in various quotes at the same time from a gentleman who's the head of AI development over at the Rockefeller Foundation. We have an article and an interview that he was part of in 2020 where he talks about AI being unleashed into the general public, and he looks at it as a teenage boy. Right, who's ready to go out in the world, and how is he going to act in the real world? And these guys all frame it up, folks, at the beginning stages of Open AI. That's uh, Peter Thiel, Elon Musk. Then you have this guy from the Rockefeller Foundation that either AI is going to bring us peace and prosperity or it's going to bring us a dark, dystopian future. And you've heard this theme over and over again coming out of folks like Ray Kurzweil, Peter Thiel, Elon Musk, And this is how they frame it. And when they frame it that way, what they're telling you is that there is a dark and dystopian future coming for you. But the elites, if they play their cards right, will end up with peace and prosperity, which translates to power and control. Peace and prosperity, power and control. So these guys end up with power and control over us. We get the dark dystopian future, and they end up with peace and prosperity. Unfortunately, that is the way the cookie crumbles. My name is Bruce Nolan, and I I don't I don't, I happen to see an ad for Bruce Almighty. I was watching a YouTube video on artificial intelligence, and I don't know why there was some reference to Bruce Almighty, so that was stuck in my head. Uh, and I figured, what the heck, I'd say it. That's the way the cookie crumbles. All right, ladies and gentlemen, join me tonight. Episode one sixty three drops of midnight, and we're going to begin our history lesson on artificial intelligence, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be fascinating. It's injected everywhere. You might as well understand what the hell we're dealing with, why this is coming at us at warp speed, and what you can do about it to try to avoid some of this stuff if you want to remain human. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll see you tonight at midnight. My name is Dustin Gold, host of the Dustin Gold Standard Podcast right here on pain.tv slash gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Nugget. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built